0: This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, JOY. Keep JOY on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. JOY, a diverse sound for a diverse community.
1: The Cubby House is a show about two cub identifying guys exploring the big and hairy
2: issues in and around the bear community. This program is designed for a mature audience. It may contain adult themes, sex and drug references, and of course, coarse language. Listen to discretion is advised.
1: And welcome to the Kirby House on the eleventh of March, two thousand thirteen. I'm Cookie,
2: and I'm Kevin.
1: And this, for those who are not in Victoria, is a public holiday for Victoria. So you know what? We're just going to put this show on cruise control.
2: <laughs> it's also in Canberra, by the way.
1: Well, okay, in Canberra. <laughs> so our
2: Canberra brothers, we feel you, or you feel us, or whatever goes. Uh, welcome for enjoying. You know the the. the I'm going to be able to speak English at some point today, at all. I hope you enjoyed your public holiday. Indeed, indeed. What did you get up to, Kevin? I worked.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There are some of us that had to put up with that punishment. Thankfully, I avoided that bullet tonight. I was going to be on call, but I missed it. I swapped. Great. But
2: that just meant we had more time to plan the show, which we didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're a little bit on cruise control because this weekend was also chill out. Indeed it was, which
1: uh, I had a quick taste of it on uh, yesterday, actually. went up for Carnival caught up with a few of my friends and said hello to some new ones. So for all those who put together Chill Out and all those who went, thank you very much and look forward to seeing another one next year. For tonight, I'd like to thank Amy once again for Kiss My Arts. I know she's been getting a little bit tired. I I think she's only got a few more shows left in (laughs) her.
2: Don't be mean. Uh, No, I believe she's actually taking a break in three weeks, which is a much-deserved break. She does amazing work. Indeed, indeed. So uh, definitely stick around for the next couple of shows for her.
1: I'm sure she's got a lot of stuff ready to go out with a bang before she goes on her own holiday from the show. Tonight, I'm now going to get to what we're on tonight. (laughs) Well done for eventually getting there. Uh, Thank you, thank you. Thank you. A mate from up north uh, is going to be uh, getting hold of us, or we're going to get a hold we'll of We'll be him? getting
2: hold of the president Indeed. of Brisbane, Colin McHale. He'll be joining us a little bit later. Putting him through the paces of the quiz
1: and then finding out what's been happening up north. Uh, I'll be going through a few things in Kink Corner, particularly with uh, something that's recently happened and been publicly mentioned through Twitter. Oh, Mike, I'm going to be really worried
2: about that, aren't I?
1: You are, you are. But you're going to have to stick around because it's really funny.
2: All right. Then I bring a bit of class back to the show. Uh, uh, talking about books to movies. Books that have made the jump to cinema.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, now, something else. A, a tech issue, which I've been kind of quizzing for the last couple of years. And I finally decided to pull my butt out and actually research it, was with computers how they tell you to select the language yeah there's about five different variations of english but there's no australian so what do you select that's what we're going to talk about later on in the show here on the cubby house now being a public holiday we are asking you what's the laziest thing that you've thought about doing or have actually done today and this is how you can get hold of us
2: check us out on facebook Facebook.com slash The Cubby House.
1: Or you can catch us on Twitter at The Cubby House with hashtag CHProject. You're with The Cubby House on Joy94.9 and on the phone to join us for our little guest segment as well as finding out what's happening a little later on in the show. We have on the phone Brisbane's president, Colin. How are you?
0: I'm doing great, guys. What about yourself?
1: Oh, we're good. (laughs) Very lazy today. Well, not entirely. I did have to come up with a bit of a quiz for you guys.
0: Oh, I was told about this. I'm not so certain on this one.
2: <laughs> it's too late to back out now.
0: <laughs> I have to ask you, boys,
2: how familiar
1: are you with the top row of the keyboard?
2: I'm looking uh, at it right now, so I'm lucky.
0: I'm fine. You cheat.
1: <laughs> I don't uh, know. I don't know.
0: Let's put a blindfold on him to make this fair.
1: Well, not necessarily. You might be able to work it out without looking at the keys. But we're going to call this game top row because this game, all the answers are made up entirely of letters from the top row of the keyboard. Oh,
2: so this definitely isn't top shelf then. Okay. Exactly. All All right. All right. So
1: if I give you the clue, what should you be in a library? The answer would be quiet. Quiet. Exactly. So, we're going to play this uh, turn by turn, so we're going to start with you, Kevin. (laughs) If you get it wrong, Colin has a chance of potentially getting it right. Okay. Okay. A form of message limited to 140 characters. um, Tweet. You are correct. Colin, in ballet terms, it's a twirl on your toes. A twirl on your...
0: Oh, why do I get ballet? A pirouette? You
1: are correct. It is a pirouette. Kevin, Australia has two out of eight
2: areas of these. Oh, I'm in so much trouble. Tick, tick,
1: tick, tick. Yeah, no, no idea. Colin, do you want to take the steal? Australia has two out of eight areas of these.
0: Um, they would be territory.
1: You would be correct. Territory it is. Colin, an aromatic mixture of dried plants and spices.
0: Dried plants and spices. Potpourri. Oh, why is he getting all the easy ones? Well, perhaps
1: you could get this one, Kevin. Is it in a? It is socially inappropriate not to cover your mouth while yawning, according to this. I'll give you a clue. It's something we've got lined up in our catalogue here.
2: Etiquette.
1: You are correct. It is etiquette. Colin, complete the sentence, a blank never wins. A blank never wins.
0: Oh, go on. You gave him
1: a clue. Come on. I know what it is. The, the beginning of the, the phrase is a winner never what and a what never wins.
0: A winner never Oh damn it made no
1: to one Kevin Christille a, a quitter is correct. <sighs> My boys you're at a tithe Whoever gets this one right is the winner for tonight. Brits don't wait in line, they do this.
0: What was the first word?
1: Brits. Britons. Brits don't wait in line, they do this.
0: Wine.
1: No. <laughs> Unfortunately, oh. H and N do not constitute in the top row, but uh, ca- characteristic. Okay, give us a clue. Um, a, a billi- a billiards have this item which sounds the same, but is spelt differently. Q? Q is correct. Kevin, you have won this round. Oh,
2: yes, I finally won a quiz.
1: Well done.
0: Oh, so not fair.
2: Ah,
1: oh, so well don't Have a
0: keyboard in front of you. I have <laughs> a keyboard.
1: Well, thank you very much for playing, Colin. Well, would you stick around so we can find out what's going on up north?
0: Most definitely, guys.
1: You're in the cubby house, Joy ninety four point nine, and joining us again on the phone is Vic Bear. Uh, Brisbears. Oh, Brisbears. Brisbears. Slap me. President Colin,
2: how are you? Oh,
0: fantastic. <laughs> I've been promoted to Vic Bears, have I?
2: No, you can slap Cookie when you come down next.
0: Peter might be up to slapping you on that
2: mm, one. I'll give you permission. So, what has Brisbears Committee been up to lately?
0: Our Brisbears Committee has been well underway with a lot of things, but the main thing is coming up on the 16th of March, which is uh, Saturday night. Um, where we have our first underbear of the year. <sighs> and we're also launching our Northern Exposure at that event as well.
2: Excellent. That sounds like a night to definitely go to.
0: It certainly does. There's a lot of changes happening with Northern Exposure this year. We've um, listened to the feedback from our, uh, our, <laughs> our <laughs> community. Our survey that we put out last year, um, and we've really altered our northern exposure this year to try and cater for um, the the majority of people that uh, responded to that.
2: Can you give us an example of what you've changed?
0: Well, let's just say that one of the events, which was a little bit of a... Bone of Contention has been removed from our boat program. Oh, the snaffle
2: event is gone. Look for the gap, look for the gap.
0: Look for the gap here. So we are extending the event this year as well, which um, because it's our 20th anniversary of uh, of Brisbane. We are the second oldest club behind Perth. Um, It's a bit of an extended event this year.
2: Excellent. Um, Now, you've also got something coming up on the 30th of March.
0: Yes, we also have our dancing bear. So, key nights that we have pretty much every, not pretty much, which is every month, is on the third Saturday of the month, which is our normal Ben night. And then, if, we, if there's a fifth Saturday of the night, we have a dancing bear. So, the fifth Saturday only occurs about four or five times a year. But if there is one, guaranteed we'll be downstairs uh, at sporties doing that.
1: Is there going to be hats and uh, canes to go with the the bears? Uh.
0: Oh, if you come up with your hat and cane cookie, I won't kick you out, I promise. No, you'll
2: kick him out for other reasons. Um, So I'm going to jump a little bit in the future because I've heard some rumours of a very exciting event coming up. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's sort of been very secretive. On the 20th of April, you have something called a dog tag night. And the only information that's been released about it so far is... Uh, and this is on for the Facebook event, is come along to the Brisbears Dog Tag Night and experience the 2013 version of the Handkerchief Code. What? Yes, tell us a little bit about this.
0: Okay, this is um, an event that we came up with at the end of last year, and we've put it into April because Anzac Day follows that not far away. So, keeping on the military theme of dog tags, um, and then we thought we'd throw in something a little bit exciting, which um, the handkerchief code for anyone who's listened to Cookie's Kinky Corner before has has learnt a little bit about. So, effectively, colours and, um, and whichever side you wear your hanky on can indicate different interests or fetishes that you have. So, we've taken some of those interests and fetishes uh perhaps not all of them because there are quite a few. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you'll turn up and you'll get a dog tag on the evening and then you'll get the opportunity to pick a couple of coloured and shaped stickers to put on that tag Um, which will indicate perhaps your preferences or your fetishes, fetishes, whichever you may wish to convey to someone without necessarily talking.
1: Now, is there a limit as to how many colours you can pick? Because obviously there's a lot of people who've probably got a fair few different fetishes, depending on what they're
2: after at the time. I'm sure if you went cookie, you could have four dog tags all of your own.
0: (laughs) We are going to limit it down a bit, just keeping in mind we are in a more... Uh, not so lit environment. So it's not going to be that easy to see. So we'll probably limit down to some of the more major um topics and fetishes. Um and they'll be sort of what's available. So mainly, you know, what are you looking for tonight, whether it be friendship, fun or networking. <laughs> that that's um, that's good. And a few other things.
2: I love the fact that you've added those in as well. Like I'm just looking for friends tonight. It-
0: well, we do have a very social gathering as well. So our den nights have changed format slightly in the fact that from 8 o'clock until 10 o'clock, we just have social hour where I can say exclusively now, you've heard it first on the Cubby House Project, Brisbears will be receiving members specials at the bar for the first time
2: oh, ever. Oh, wow.
0: 8 and 10 p.m.
2: Congratulations. Well done. It's
0: yeah, so it's a great little member's benefit that we get to keep back. We receives confirmation of it over the weekend, and we'll be pushing that out to our members this week.
2: Very nice. You've heard it here exclusively on the Cubby House. Now, right. I, while I was doing my hours and hours of research on Brisbane, I came across this interesting fact that was on your Facebook page, and I thought I'd ask you about it. Yes. So... This is directly from your Facebook page. At the November committee meeting, it was decided that we would now have a policy of promoting community, non-for-profit groups, and events for free. And for commercial events, we are happy to promote the event in exchange for some benefit for the club and its members. This includes (laughs) promoting the event on our website and in our newsletters and mail outs, etc., etc., etc. What prompted this uh, change? Uh, We found
0: that there were a lot of commercial ventures coming forward, and I think we've seen it across the whole of Australia. Um, There are a lot more commercial ventures coming forward in regards to dance parties and um, different things that people are doing. And whilst we have our other bear chapters around Australia, we've got our Vic Bears and Cataz Bears and all the rest, um, we found that the commercial ventures were taking up a lot of our Facebook and social media um, being that they had the time and the and the money and the resources to be posting across to our page sort of on a daily basis, um, which started to interfere, I guess, with some of the more um, uh, the events that didn't quite have the resources that they had. So our own personal events that we have here, yep. as well as the events such like uh, the. Bears host was there, Australasian Bear for Southern Hibernation and the Urge guys over in New Zealand also have. So we found that if they wanted a commercial venture, then to advertise on our page they would need to offer our members some type of benefit for that. So whether that be discounted tickets to the event, um, or, you know, a discounted annual fee, whatever it may be, they needed to provide something back to our members.
2: Excellent. I think that's absolutely brilliant. Well done for doing that, guys. No
0: problems. It, it really, and it's worked well this year. We haven't seen any backlash from it whatsoever. Um, and it really has, and I mean, I give kudos to the guys who are going out on these commercial ventures. They've taken a risk and they've put a lot on the line for it as well. Um, and it gives them some benefit as well because we can then happily promote their uh, events through our newsletters and at our den nights as well.
2: Now speaking about that, how can people actually find out more information? You guys have got a website and Facebook, what are those? We
0: certainly do. You can find us on our website always at brisbears.org.au You can find us on Facebook, just do a search for Brisbears Social Club. Now we have also just recently shut down our Facebook page and we have just got the group now. It was getting a bit much maintaining both, cool. along with the fact we do have some members that like the anonymity of being in a closed group as well. So That's fine, it allows so. everyone to get the information.
2: Streamlines it also for you guys as well, makes it easier. You've only got one voice coming out on Facebook.
0: That's correct. We were having to post you know, events on both page and on the group. Sometimes the page wouldn't get updated, and it was just starting to get a little bit um, cumbersome for everyone to do, and we are all volunteers after all. So we need to try and keep the, um, the workload down to a minimum. Absolutely.
2: Well, thank you very, very, very much for joining us. I think we should make this a regular segment.
0: I really hope we do. We do. And after we launch this Saturday evening, I'll have lots to discuss with you guys next month. <laughs> lots
2: more exclusives?
0: No, a lot more exclusives. Oh. Once, once I'm allowed to talk about it with you guys. Uh,
2: well, well, we'll be the first ones to want to hear about it.
0: Wonderful. Thanks awesome. for your time, guys.
2: No worries. Have Thank a you. wonderful night. Colin, you too. president of
1: Brisbane's joining us here on The Cubby House, Joy 94.9. Now, here's a track which uh, you made me go chase around for, Kevin. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> yes, I did. But before we get to that track, I want to know, seeing as it's you know, a public holiday here in Victoria and Canberra, or ACT, as I should say. Uh, what's the laziest thing you've done this public holiday? You can catch us, preferably on Facebook tonight at uh, facebook.com forward slash the house. Or if you're inclined and uh, on the roam, try Twitter at uh,
2: the house. And hashtag CH project. Thank you very much.
1: Joy 94.9. That was Heaven by Depeche Mode because Kevin gave me the CDs Oh, to no, play.
2: don't blame me, sir. No, sir, no. Let me
1: finish that sentence <laughs> to the point where I mixed up those two CDs in the stack.
2: Yes, yes, yes. We'll, we will play Sinead Burgess a little bit later on in the show, we promise. We do, we do. But as I promised earlier in the show,
1: it's this time be careful what you're wearing. You never know what you're asking for here on the Kink Corner. Yo, guess who had to go to hospital because he shoved a dildo up his ass and can't get it out. That's right. This Twitter Twitter, tweeted happily on his way to the ER.
2: Yes? I'm going to make you put a warning in front of all (laughs) of your Kink Corners. Yes. Yes, so you should. It,
1: It is what it is. Now, Storify.com had the tweet dialogue from Thursday night to the current day as at Gravy, G-R-A-W-L-Y, patient, uh, sorry, as he goes through the process of painful extraction from his humiliating mishap. Such events apparently don't happen once, as he also explains there is another patient with the same situation in the hospital at the time. The hospital kept him in overnight and through discussions via Twitter that he was pulling a prank. He later tweeted a pic of the x-ray on Friday morning. Gravy went from 900 to 9,000 followers overnight on Twitter. So, what did we learn from this lesson? Well, I decided to look up a little bit more information from somebody who was... I'm onwards.
2: so worried already.
1: HomoHealth.com suggests the following... Dildos without a flanged base or other mechanicism, um, mechanism mechanism to control the depth of insertion should not be used anally because they can be difficult to retrieve without medical assistance. If a dildo or other sexual toy does go up inside you beyond reach, squat and bear down slightly. The object will probably come down on its own. If it doesn't appear within an hour seek medical attention from an emergency room. Take a friend Even though the ER has seen it all before, there's something to have a little support in the face of an inevitable stickering nurse. Now, I'll have a slightly different opinion to that, and my advice is don't wait an hour if it feels stuck and it's not likely to come out easily. Don't force it. You could do more damage. Just go to the hospital as soon as possible. There's nothing like someone screaming this.
0: For the love of God and all that is holy, my is waiting!
2: And that's King Corner for this week. Oh, I'm so glad people couldn't actually hear that. Ah, but thank you for another wonderful King Corner.
1: Yes, thank you very much you're waving why
2: are you waving you're gonna try and go to another song oh you want me to play that song now do you want to try and play the correct song this time what is the correct song Kevin I'm gonna say it and if it's the wrong song cookie. Okay. okay it's Army of Two by Olly Mears
1: no you haven't given me that setter yet. yet what did you say not five minutes ago that we were actually gonna play oh you're gonna go back to that one
2: You're in the Cubby House with uh, on Joy 94.9 with Kevin and Cookie. Now, let's see if you can make up for your mistakes, Cookie. Who was the first song played? Miss Burgess. <laughs> that was Sinead Burgess with Rearview Mirror, followed by Army of Two by Ollie Mers. Thank you, Kevin. Now, I've got a section now, which is books to movies. In the last few years, there have been a whole slew of fantasy sci-fi books that have made the jump to cinema um, of course obviously the harry potter series by rowling um mm-hmm. was one of my favorites along with the lord of the Rings series and the hobbit by tolkien mm-hmm. um, but these are a few of the 2013 releases or soon to be releases uh that i thought i'd have a chat to us about so obviously the first one would have to be beautiful creatures by Kami garcia and margaret Stoll. um set in a fictional gatlin south carolina the novel is told by the protagonist ethan waite who lives with his writer father and housekeeper amma who is kind of more like his grandmother the story begins on the first day of ethan's sophomore year when he takes up, well sorry when he wakes up from a reoccurring dream that he's been having about a girl he does not know who suddenly rocks up at his school the next day he soon learns that the girl lena is a caster a person who can use magic and that on her 16th birthday she will be claimed for either light or dark Ethan tries to find a way to save Lena from going dark and solve the mystery of how he is actually connected to her. Now, the film has actually received quite mixed reviews from critics. Mm -hmm. Um, It has a 45% positive rating on the film critics' aggregator Rotten Tomatoes, based on 156 reviews so far. Have you seen it? I have not seen it, but I haven't read the book yet either. So I'm going to watch the movie and then read the book. You're going to do it in reverse this time? Uh, yes, I will because when the movie is really bad, you really want to watch the movie and then read the book. Okay. So now There's a couple of other ones that have already been released. There is Oz the Great and Powerful starring James Franco, uh, Miller Junis and Rachel Wise, uh, which obviously serves as a spiritual prequel to um, Al Frank Baum's Oz movie novels. Uh, there is World War Z starring Brad Pitt. Um, United Nations employee uh, Jerry Lane traverses the world in a race against time to stop the zombie pandemic that is toppling armies and governments and threatening to decimate humanity itself. I won't be watching that. I'm not a zombie fan. Okay. So I'll be avoiding that one. Um, But there's also the Hunger Games sequel, which is Catching Fire. Which I'm about to start reading actually. By Suzanne Collins, Mm. which is fantastic from what I've heard. I haven't watched the movies, or watch the first movie so far, and I haven't read the books yet either. Well, from what I've read of the first book compared to the first movie, there are a few differences, but it's fairly accurate. Yeah, there's always going to be differences. Um, Ender's Game by Orson Scott Card, which was originally released in 1985, is rumoured to be getting um, a new movie this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and a book series that my partner's actually reading at the moment The Mortal Instruments City of Bones by Cassandra Clare when her mom is attacked and taken from their home in New York City by a demon a seemingly ordinary teenage girl uh, Clary Frey Clary Frey Clary Frey Clary Frey, Clary Frey? Clary. we're going to try with Clary Frey finds out truths about her past and bloodline on her quest to get her back and change her and changes her entire life now there's of course are there are, there are there are plenty plenty more examples that are coming through I think Um, IMDb, which is where I got all my research from, um, has more than 100 books that are rumoured to be turned into movies this year alone. Mm -hmm. Um, But those are the only ones that we have time for in today's show.
1: Okay. Thank you very much for that, Kevin. Now, we'd like your feedback, if you're not so lazy, to pick up your phone and tweet (laughs) in, or at least what's the laziest thing you've done this public holiday. Now, as far as Twitter goes, look for The Cabby House or... Hashtag CH project. Now Exploring the world, keeping you jacked in and turned on That's right, get your geek on Now, my partner recently got a new phone And as did I in the last few weeks actually uh, We've had a bit of a dilemma You can only install a program on your computer Or you have to select language from the phone settings What do you do? They're variations of English, but no Australian English. So do you go British or do you go American? Because all three languages derive from older English times, they've both had t- a chance to actually change and become their own language. Australia is a ladder bastardization of a, the British English because of America's influence. Now, America is obviously older than... Um, Australia in terms of colonization from Britain, so they've actually had a longer chance to change the words and create their own. For instance, the hood of a car is called a bonnet in Australia and Britain, and Australia has several terms that are not used in either of the other countries, such as bloke or arvo, and Australia uses some phrases that are a combination of British and American terms, such as rubbish truck, uh, whereas rubbish comes from the UK, truck comes from America. Now, some of the examples of how they the American and the British languages change. Words ending in I-Z-E is more common in America, whereas other words end in I-S-E in Britain. O-U-R is another one that's more British common and O-R is American and Australia goes either way. The one that bugs me the most in terms of changes in words when the computer picks me up on spelling is words that end in R-E or an American E-R. Now, writingskills.com notes the use of the phrase, please, has an interesting overtone. Americans say please, just not always where the British expect to hear it. The British say please when ordering food in restaurants or requesting things in shops because they view the action... As a personal request of the waiter, Americans regard ordering as providing the waiter with the information he needs to do his job. So they say, "I'll have the chicken." As language bloggers, Brend oh, the blogger, sorry, singular Ben Tradwick Smith has noted, "Please" can add connotations of impatience and exasperation to an American's request. So, the question I put to you: What do you pick when you are asked between? a British English or an American English ultimately the choice is yours but I would personally recommend the British type
2: I choose the British type
1: and you're listening to The Cubby House here on Joy 94.9 now I'm going to double check my script because I've been getting these <laughs> wrong are you
2: going to try try and go for a, a
1: third one wrong cooking no I'm making sure i got the right track this time We've got a few announcements to make, but before we do, your answers to the question for tonight What is the laziest thing you've done this public holiday?
2: Clearly, a lot of them should have answered, did not answer this question. However, Clearly. those that did, thank you. Karen says, Haven't had time to be lazy, but if I could be, I would be laying in bed playing Minecraft all weekend long and obviously gaming is a thread because mark also said spent the play dang street but sorry, spent the day playing street fighter thank you very much to
1: those responses now one of the big announcements we've got karen who we've also heard from long time listener and we've had on the show has recently had another baby boy was so, it called Kevin or Cookie? No.
2: Oh, wow. She's never coming back on again, is she? Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> no worries. Uh-huh.
1: No, lots of love, Karen. Thank you very much. And uh, yes, congratulations on the newborn. Um we've had an... SMS in as well
2: Uh, We have Paul from Sydney says Books to Movies, World War Z was terribly boring book. Zombies, it was like more like reading CNN reports about being bored Do like the look of the movie though By the way, Oz was fabulous Excellent, thank you very much for the SMS
1: on 0427 Joy 949, you can keep that in your phone for the next show or for the next couple of years months, however long you want if you've been listening to Joy and would like to contribute at any time Now, Now,
2: I have two quick shout outs. Yes. Uh, One is to my big sister in South Africa who's turning 31 tomorrow. Oh, happy birthday for tomorrow. Getting old. Hey,
1: <laughs> hey! A. a, you never say a woman's old, and B, I'm almost 30.
2: She's my up. sister. She's my older sister. I'm supposed to call her old whenever I can. Um, and another last quick shout out is to my work/slash radio wife, who nearly divorced me tonight. Oh, <laughs> because I refuse to play old music.
1: Uh, what's old?
2: old music Uh, nutbush old oh oh, oh, not as in a day or two old no nutbush old so Uh, shout out to her sorry thanks but no
1: (laughs) now I've got one more announcement to make
2: podcasts are back dun 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 so of course I have to get off
1: my lazy butt and actually start editing them again and getting them up ...loaded for you to listen to. But you'll do that relatively quickly, won't you? Well, I've only got another f- six, maybe now seven more shows <laughs> after tonight. So yes, we'll be uh, slowly getting those back up and running. We're still trying to work out uh, things around our website... ...and uh, therefore the email as well. But if you'd like to get hold of us during any time of the week... ...we are available on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the cubby house, ...or you can check out Twitter
2: the Cubby House with the hashtag CH Project. We are also looking for anyone that's interested in having a regular segment on the show like yes. we do with Brisbears. So if you're a bear group and you'd like to have a regular segment on the show or just want to have a chat with us, get in contact. We'd love to hear from you. Now, we also have a question from Sparky,
1: which we'll be posing to you in the next couple of weeks. So thank you very much to those who contribute throughout the show. We're happy to have more as the days go by but for tonight I'm Cookie and I'm Kevin and stay tuned for Christian with the Vixen Hour coming up in just a moment's time here on the um, Joy 94.9